It's Music of the Isles on WMNF in Tampa. I'm Bill Dudley with co-host Sean Sexton. And the good news is that Music of the Isles is still on the air at 88.5. You can hear us at 6 o'clock Saturday morning just before Bluegrass or anytime you want to listen at WMNF.org slash Isles. We'll see you soon on Music of the Isles from WMNF. Support for WMNF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reasons. Replay Guitar Exchange is also proud to support Live Music Showcase. More at replayguitarexchange.com. Support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. Welcome, listeners, to Live Music Showcase here on WMNF 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with the Rusty Bright Band. Take it away, you guys. All right. We're going to make a little something for you. This has never been released, so you're getting to hear this the very first time today. This is something we're working on for the next record, and then we're going to segue that into something off of our current record. First song is Push Your Luck, going straight into Burning Precious Time. Let's get a little boogie.
no more.
Yeah. Live music showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Rusty Wright Band. Keep it going, man. <laughs> All right. Got a little thing for you that was written on the road. This was a song that came about at a cool uh, juke joint in St. Louis. The proprietor came up and said to me, oh, if we play longer here. I need some more music. And we had played everything we knew up to that point. We had two new band members. Yeah, it was like, and oh. They, they, we threw so, them under the bus. We, so it was like, I need 20 more minutes. Okay. I just turned everybody and yelled, Kee, follow me. And this, whole, this came out with lyrics and everything. I just like off the top of my head. We're going to talk about that because I'm born and raised in St. Louis, and I bet I know which bar you're talking oh, about yeah. too. Yeah. If was it in Soulard? Um, I can't remember now. We'll talk about it later. Let's hear that song. All right. This yeah, is a little man. thing called "Going to Nola." <laughs>
Rusty Ride Band, live in studio here on Live Music Showcase. We're live here every Friday at 2 p.m. after the news headlines. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. You guys sound killer. <laughs> Thank you. Killer. We have fun, no matter what. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm a I'm a guitarist and a big guitar nerd in the right hand and the left, the synchrony. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a little while. Oh, we got guitar picks for you. Oh, uh, 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 you mean you got things for my couch cushions to eat? There yeah, you go. Thank yeah. you. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, it's been hungry for a little while now. I've been keeping them in the car. Let's hear that next song, man. Let's do it. All right. This is off of our current record, which is called um, uh, Hanging at the DeVille Lounge. It was released in October. Made number four in the Billboard Blues chart so far. Hoping to re-enter again as we go out on tour this summer. This is called The Devil is in the Details. One, two. Someone, you know the nature of our kind Bring two souls together Hope that love will make them fly Many are the pitfalls On the road to evermore One false step can leave you Wish you all the way it was before Got to keep your mind up sharp When the heart beats away
Rusty Ride Band here on Live Music Showcase. Man, oh man, that's uh, that's some that's some really nice, tasty licks you got there, man. Thank you. Very, very nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just your old school blues rock kind of conglomerate player, you know. <laughs> <laughs> conglomerate. Yeah. Like well, my family comes. My father comes from Florence, Alabama, you know, so I stayed tight with the family down there. But I was born and raised up in Flint, outside of Detroit. So I got to I tell people I'm a creature of extremes. I got the Motor City angst and the Southern soul, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what you end up with is a guitar that's just on the edge of just melting. <laughs> right. That's where we're at. All right, man. I think we've got enough time for about one. One more song, but then we're going to get into a little interview segment like we like to do here on the show every week. Where, uh, we're going to talk about the Rusty Wright Band, where they came from, where they're going. I, uh, I want to get into something that I find fascinating about bands and band dynamics, especially bands that tour and bands that play together for a long time. And I know you guys uh, have new band members, new-ish band members, and I'm dying to find out some of the personal pet peeves that you guys have. <laughs> oh, we've got them. Okay, so we've got a long list. Okay, I'm so excited now. The, the I can't drummer, wait. The drummer is going to talk for the first time. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. I can hear him now all the way from the radio. <laughs> See, in, in, in the mining industry, they say, oh, we struck oil there. That sounds good. There it is. All right, so let's hear one more song, and then we're going to dive into a couple of things. I do want to talk about St. Louis, too, just because that's where my, uh, I, I bleed red, but so does everybody else, but that's because of the Cardinals uh, oh, of from course. where I'm from, so you know how that goes. All right, let's hear this next one, man. All right, here's a little something. Uh, we'll lighten it up just a bit. This is uh, uh, something that's also on the new record. You um, explain that this is kind of a... Uh, Concept album. Yes, uh, there's a lot of devil there, and evil and. <laughs> no, the, hanging. I'll talk talk all yeah. about that, but yeah, hanging at the Deville Lounge is a tongue in cheek thing, and it's a concept record, but it's about a real place up in Flint, Michigan, that it was inspired by. So, I'll give the, the background on it, but there's a whole be lot of vibes. Girlfriend song. <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole lot of different vibes on the record, and this is one of them. This is called Evil in Disguise. One, two, three, four.
but you make me blue My friends all say to run, but I just can't decide Is this love or evil in disguise? Rusty Wright Band here on Live Music Showcase on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. So, all right, before we dig into anything else, um, I want to bring something up that I, I feel like I actually owe you guys a bit of an apology. Because when you first reached out to me, Lori, I think that was you, when you first reached out to me, we were getting a ton of email uh, requests to be on the show. And I saw the email, and I was doing maybe like six other things at the same time <laughs> and I dismissed it. And you know what? I got to admit when I get on my high horse sometimes, I get a little too full of myself and I'm I dismiss things and I'm so happy that you followed up with me and that we got you guys on the show cuz you guys are awesome. Well, thank you. you she's, yeah, she's really pushy, so don't worry. She, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't going to let you off the hook. Tenacious. I prefer I was tenacious. just going to say, I would not call her pushy at all. I would call her persistent. And you know what? Fortune favors the persistent yeah. in the music world, for sure. You've heard the term tenacious D. She's tenacious L. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There it is. But you know what? I, like I said, like courteous professional and sent all the right materials we sent video we sent you guys had a nice epk you have all of you you had every every piece of the puzzles there and you get and you brought <laughs> swag too you brought swag good point mark they, they brought swag too they've got they, they've got t-shirts they've got they've got um drop proof cups which i love yeah um, the vinyl cups yeah you can keep an entire pint of an entire 12 ounce beer will fit in there perfect and 16. keep it cold 16 and we'll keep it cold for much longer than i that. love that and, and, and you can buy the t the sippy cup tops for oh. <laughs> yeah and they can get all that stuff on your website right oh yeah yeah i don't have those but yeah tell them your website real quick what's oh, your rusty right band.com that's right with a w so it's rusty w-r-i-g-h-t band.com yeah and you can you can check out all their stuff you can check out their new album there you yeah. can check out their their upcoming dates you guys have it together we're trying and <laughs> we you know what's cool <laughs> hey you know what that's perception well, is 90 percent of the game but, i know but here's the thing when you come into a show like this it's like all of that gets stripped away and if the band isn't rehearsed and if they can't hit the notes or yada yada like mm. this is where the metal meets or where the rubber meets the road yeah for sure <laughs> well rehearsal is a big big deal if you want to be a professional but act i mean you know a lot of musicians have skills then they get together and throw together some band and they go out and play you know bars and stuff because it's pocket money and it's sure. quick fix but there's a certain point where you got to decide okay that's cool but i also would like to have that being a songwriter there's this point where you got to go okay i really 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 want to try and develop something cool and really special and let's see if we can do that and that takes a lot of work and i give credit to everybody in the band they've all put in their time hard i mean i'm a rough taskmaster and they've all put up with me so <laughs> i hear that though i hear it in the harmonies i hear it in the meter and the consistency i hear it in the in the changes from 
from part to part in each song. I mean, it's tight. It's tight as a drum. And and that's not a quality that, that happens a, a lot, and especially in blues. Like, mm-hmm. blues is yeah. very free form a lot of times. Blues is yeah. very loose a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times. And it's, it's sometimes it's meant to be that way, and there's a certain, uh, there is a certain skill to being able to get that, to, that impression of looseness and smoothness while still holding it all together. Uh, the, you know, I don't want to detract from any of the guys that play a more old-school, traditional vibe because, man, that all. takes a certain set of skills, too, That's that takes a lot of work as well. We had a band on the show recently, a local band. Um, uh, Tyler Bryant, The Shakedowns, uh, was one of the bands on that episode. And then it was Kid Royal uh, and The Holy Smokes. And Kid Royal's got a big lineage in, in blues music. And... and um, I, I told them, too, at the time, and I implore anyone who's listening right now, go back in, in our uh, podcast. You can listen to our show on podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. Uh, the Blues Takeover episode was awesome because they found that line between, like, really tight, really well-rehearsed while still mm-hmm. feeling organic. And I feel like you guys uh, kind of hit that nail on the head, too. Yeah, we we, we don't want it to be too too sterile-sounding by being, For you sure. know, like, 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 it's not jazz fusion. No, you know? it's not. <laughs> It's not progressive rock. It's not supposed you know. to be, you know, 228, you know, perfectly articulated <laughs> notes in the space of 32 bars. No, no, no. no it breathes. Yeah, we got to think breathes. a little bit about it. And it, yeah. it is blues-based, but there's rock tinges. And once in some of our stuff, you might hear a little touch of country. I mean, southern rock, you know. Yeah. I just, I have a lot of influences and a lot of things that I really enjoy. And you've got and that like. prog rock yeah, kind of mentality where you do the left turns and the shifts. And the I hear it. Yes, I, yeah. love, so. I love prog rock to listen to. Be, and I I love the fact that it's it's innovative. They're experimental. They like to take ideas and then, I lo- like I love, I call it my left turn, where things are going along one way and you've got this nice groove and then out of nowhere. Like that segue in the first two songs with the vibe between Push Your Luck, a nice swing boogie, straight into, you know, this hard straight driving. Uh, and then you know, stop cold and do harmony. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Little things like that. Drama is what I'm nice. looking for. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> drama. Well, we'll have that here in a minute because I definitely want to talk about um, band pet peeves for sure. Uh, one thing that I... So I've, I'll give you a little background about me. I've been playing music for about 14 years and there's one consistent thing I've I've learned about playing in bands is that everybody... It's kind of like being in a relationship, you know, to a degree where, you know, something you think is charming about that band member when you guys first start playing together six months, a year down the road, it's like... Why are you breathing into the microphone so loud? <laughs> you know, you know. Every time you play your 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 melodies, you know. Every time you sing that melody in the chorus, you know you go down in pitch at the end of it. Why do you do that every time? Why do you do that every time? <laughs> Old pet peeves. So I'm dying to get into yours, but first uh, I have to be a little bit selfish because you mentioned St. Louis. Oh yeah. And so I'm born and raised in St. Louis, and St. Louis. Um, in St. Louis, I don't know how the rest of the country sees it other than our hockey team being the Blues, but St. Louis is, is a Blues city for oh, yeah. sure. Um, lots of Blues lots haunts. Of blues clubs, lots yeah. of Blues clubs. And I want to take a guess at the place that you guys were playing at. I don't think they're listening. So, it, And I don't actually, I don't think they're open anymore, sadly. Man, um, uh, this was before the pandemic. So oh, okay. They're they still open. I looked. Oh, are good. They? Okay, so I have two guesses then. One of them is the Broadway Oyster Bar. Nope. Nope. And the other one is Hammerstones. Nope. No. Okay, what was the name of the venue? Tell me. This was a little juke joint blues barbecue barbecue place. Really cool. Packs out people. Not not jazz blues and soups. It was... um, Oh, yeah. The minute you said that, they just went... 
Yeah, out of my head. it's a cool saloon. Be- yeah, it's a very cool place. It packs McGurk's. out people. People like to dance on the tables. I mean, it's oh, just one yeah. of those there's places. There's no dance you know? floor. There's no stage. Yes, yeah, and it's stick a, in the corner. And it's just a rough, you know, wood floor, and people just boogie and dance all through the aisles and everywhere oh, in between why the tables. Can't I think of it. It's not 1860 saloon. No. no See, God. this is it's my. Rest- this is the problem. It's with a restaurant. So it's, it's a, a restaurant. It's a restaurant. Well, by day, and then it's the sharks joint at night. You know. No. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll figure that out some of the time but um i want to hear a little bit more about that story that you told as far as like oh yeah this is a common thing in st louis yeah the well a lot of the clubs there um not all of them you know a lot of clubs in various places like in memphis they'll do five hours and nashville and most places are four hours four hours yeah typically so and normally we'd been dealing with most of places like that and we had just hired a new rhythm section because we had a bunch of tour dates we, scheduled yeah, we just had moved and we had here. just moved down here so we were it was down kind of crunch Haven. time yeah yeah, yeah. In and Florida. the bass player was actually and living in north carolina so he was he oh was, wow he said he was gonna move anyway rehearsals are tight Rehearsals are tight, yeah. and we're trying to get ready to do this thing. And all the venues up, ex- you know, were four-hour venues, as far as I knew. Right. And there was nothing stipulated in Mostly. the contract. So, ah. so, so basically, we get you know a show set for that. We're ready to roll. I'm going cool. We start playing, and things are going fine. And we're traveling around. And we finally get to St. Louis and hit this place. And and uh, you know they fed us, treated us great. You know, but while I'm, we're having dinner before showtime, the uh, club owner walks up and says, "I don't know." Was it in the contract? Well, normally we do five hours here, so I'm just letting you know. And we I'm went. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a that's a great little detail to just kind of throw yeah. in day up. Yeah. That's fun. So I'm yeah. like, oh lord. So we're stretching and adding, mm-hmm. putting in extra rides and extra solos mm-hmm. and long choruses and just you know stretching and stretching. And finally, I look up on the wall. And I'm like, Nuts! I still got twenty minutes, man. <laughs> Thinking, man, I gotta get paid. We had stretched <laughs> yeah. everything we could stretch. We got nothing left, so finally, I just decided, okay, that's it. Well, there's nothing I can do. So I just turned around and looked at the, at the band and said, okay, Key of E, follow me. And I kicked into and just go, you know, about as traditional a rip as you can. And of course, everybody loves that shuffle. Next thing you know, they're dancing on tables. I'm like, okay, I start making up lines and all those lines came out and those segues and switches. And I'm like, mm-hmm. got done, got through the night. We made it on time. Whole place is hollering, screaming, having a great time. And I'm thinking, boy, that was pretty cool. I better try to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> but all See, of it happened right then and there, and, all of it. And that speaks to the organic nature of blues at mm-hmm. its core you know and and of the players too because you know you walk into any jam with a with a guitar case and if you get up on that stage and you look back at the at the players and you go 12 bar and e yeah. follow me Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what yeah. you're talking about, mm-hmm. and and at that moment you can you can do whatever you want with that. Yep. You, yeah. And you give a little look over your shoulder and give them a stop, and that's a fill, and that's where you turn it around. Yeah. And just every once in a while, if you're going to do something a little non-traditional, mm-hmm. just look over everybody and say, okay, the, okay, go four chord. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And then they, once they got your pattern, you just right. let it roll. Forget mm-hmm. about it. So if you're ever in a bar in St. Louis and you see Rusty Wright Band, <laughs> and you see him looking over his shoulder, they might be stretching. They might be. Stretching. Stretching that song out. You never know, because the clubs are a whole nother universe. Festivals and, and theater shows are fine, but that's always usually 90 minutes flat and maybe an encore at the end, yeah. and you're done, and that's it. And there's yeah. no more, no less, you know? Yeah. But clubs, you never know what's going to happen. And that run had mostly festivals and concerts, so mm-hmm. we had... It was like, like a filler kind of yeah. a show. Yeah. Okay. You know, well, in, time, in, in the blues circuit, you, you make your money on the weekends, you do the festivals, the theaters, the, the big shows are on the... Usually between 
Saturday, Thursday, and Sunday. Right. And that's where you make the money and sell your most merch. But then, you know, every day you're not playing, you're paying out. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you got to find venues, and that's usually clubs and, and juke joints and, and barbecue places that have music and little things like that. They don't pay a lot, but it covers the bills for the night get some rooms out of the deal and you know you sell merchandise and of course make new fans because these mm-hmm. people are checking you out in a rather intimate setting and it's more relaxed but that's the way it is on the road in the blues world you know the the weekdays are pickup days and the weekends are where you finally make your money and w- decide whether the tour is a success or not <laughs> now okay so speaking of touring so uh, first of all how how many years have you been touring Oh, Lord, I was on a tour bus when I was 13. I, I nice. was, my mother had a uh, professional gospel group, Southern Gospel Group, in the late 60s called The Temples. And I was coming up, and she tried her best not to let me be a musician, but I was surrounded by them. The whole house, they rehearsed there, so I'm constantly hearing music and, and learning things from the people that played in her backup band. And finally, when she decided, oh, my God, he's not going to give this up. All right, fine. <laughs> First thing she said was, okay, I can't stop you from playing music, but you're going to be in my backup band so I can keep my eye on you there it is yeah so okay so now i kind of the picture's getting clearer i'm hearing where the the harmonies are coming from oh, yeah. and you're because i mean we'll talk about harmonies for just a second i do this now and then just as this is my my music nerd thing going for those at home who don't fully appreciate how difficult it is to execute proper harmonies there is a subtle um what's the word there's a subtle intricacy to it and there's a subtle precision to it that a lot of people are never going to pick up on. But the simple fact is you're not just singing the, the same notes or harmonizing notes. You're singing the same words in the same inflection and diction mm-hmm. as each other. Your breathing has to be uh, united because mm-hmm. you have to sing with the same intensity. And you one of the only places where you really learn that well at a young age is in church, is mm-hmm. in choir, is in gospel. Yeah, school choir. And I, it always, I'm, as soon as I hear someone with really solid harmonies, I'm like, mm, I bet yep. you know one four five two six seven yeah. two, one two three six two three. I mean, like that's that's the language that you learn. Oh, musically. I was surrounded. It was a four part. Uh, quartet of female singers so mm-hmm. you had four part harmonies going on and then we're playing you know southern gospel grooves behind it with piano guitar drums bass and uh, pedal steel sometimes too but you know it, it was just yeah you're listening to all those women when they and they'd get together around the piano at the house to practice their oh, harmonies before man. the band so yeah i mean i'm a little boy wandering around Heaven. listening to four part harmony all the time so oh. God, that's I can just... I can find the 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 root the third the major yeah. third the minor third the fourth the fifth and the sixth and the seventh all the way on the scale if you want to put together harmonies on with vocals because man I heard, listened to them just for thousands of hours when I was a kid oh man could you guys do a, a spontaneous harmony for us right now <laughs> just hit a note right now anything oh. what do you think uh cast um. <clears throat> Yeah. Get up there, Billy. Be, just just a cappella. Can you do it a cappella? One, two, three. Cast away all is alone. Trapped in a world that is not your own. Cast Oh man. Oh my god. Okay, thank you for, for indulging me. Good lord. Uh yeah, so that. Oh, man. So, okay. Harmonies are a good indication for anyone out there listening. Harmonies are always good, good harmonies 
are a great indication of a well-rehearsed band and an experienced band uh, that knows what they're doing that are going to be able to put on a show. Uh, so the second I heard that in, in the materials you guys sent me, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're, we're good. It Everything is, else can fall apart. Yeah, I got to tell you, it is, after you've been playing for a while, the playing actually becomes second nature. So yeah. you, as long, once you learn the notes, the you can put together musically anything pretty fast once yeah. you've got some experience. But yeah, the vocals always take a, hard, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah that's the hardest yeah. amount we of work. We work on very small segments of the song, whatever we're working on. Yeah. We, we will work on four bars, eight bars, even two if we have to, just to fine-tune. Yeah, getting the durations right on the hold notes so yeah. that we all end together. You know, that's, that's to, uh, to, if you're out there and you're holding a note and all of a sudden he stops and she stops, then I stop. No, right. that doesn't quite have the same impact. Right. Know? So that leads me to the next thing that I want to talk about um, because rehearsing like that has to wear on your patience. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. We started with everybody here doing that. We had a band long ago, one of the first incarnations of our band. We had a band member who didn't deal well with that. Yeah. He was having a hard time with a particular part, and he would get angry when we were trying yeah. to help him. We were all just trying to work work it out. You yeah. do it six, seven, eight times, and it starts to smooth out. The frustration would get too much for him to handle. And sure. We'd and he came over his kit <laughs> at us one day. Yeah, uh, I was rehearsal, and I'm standing there just, no, no, man, just hold on, take a breath. It's Count, it's like this, one, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just throws his sticks and comes over the kit, and I'm like, all right, look. <laughs> You're smaller than me, so this could get ugly. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not everybody can do it. They don't have the temperament for it, and it's just—it's not personal. No, no, no. at all. You got to take your ego out of the equation and realize that it's just a deficiency that you have to work on. I always joke with these guys, it's like, "Oh, having trouble with that? Work harder." <laughs> <laughs> That's all the right, so, and they do it back to me too. It's like, "Oh, having trouble with that? Work harder." <laughs> So if you're just joining us, we're this is Live Music Showcase here on WMNF. Uh, we're live in studio with Rusty Wright Band. They're going to play another song for us here in just a few minutes. But first, uh, with that in mind, uh, this happens in every band. Every band formed, uh, there are pet peeves. There are irritants. There are things that pop up. And I'm just curious, without getting too dramatic here, but I'm... I'm I think it's fascinating to learn this stuff because those inner workings of the band and how you guys work through them, that's the hardest part of being in a band. You know who we're throwing under the bus for this. <laughs> I don't, you know, actually, to be honest with you, I get along quite well with everybody, but boy, our rhythm section, we got Oscar over here, I mean, uh, Billy, <laughs> <laughs> and we have Felix back there, and I mean, Vale in the drum room. Because <laughs> I call them, they are the odd okay. couple. I mean, they, they get along great, but boy, the way they get along would make anybody in fact the first time that they started oh. they tend to play jokes on each other billy's really the one who started it he so started it's all it. your fault <laughs> the veil is uh veil is uh is very uh uh, meticulous meticulous and organized about how he does things he even you know when he gets ready to tear down and stuff and he has like a a, a, a shop apron so that he you know doesn't get crud because he wears you know nice he usually wear dresses up he for dresses shows. better than all of us yeah he does so. now now vale, <laughs> now vale's a drummer he's yeah, in the he's drum back there he's hiding the going i'm right not now. getting in on it vale is that true you got a mic back there yes sir, i have a mic all right how's that are, are they are they picking on you right now is that true no I'm, oh they're not picking on me 
It's accurate. Well, you remember the okay. first time at the uh, Twisted Fork? Yes. That was where it happened. We were playing at a, uh, this was a uh, Harley Davidson place, had okay. a big shed, you know, a nice stage, all that good stuff. We get done at the end of the night, and uh, Vale uh, usually has a work apron to keep his clothes from getting messed up when he's Because he wears very nice yeah, clothes. Yeah, he wears it makes slacks sense. And, and, you know, shirts and ties sure. and stuff. So, And that's his thing, you know. And, and uh, But Bill was so, well, why didn't you tell him? <laughs> I just the, after our second or third rehearsal, and we we got kind of thrown in. I see Vale with his uh, with his apron, and and the other part was, I heart Vale was on it. So they're just like driving me crazy. Well, his, his, his wife, his wife, ah, his wife. That's nice. That's so sweet. I got on Amazon, and I got a I got one also, an, a, an apron, and I put it in my in my kit. And so we finished up after the last song and everything. So I just I pulled it out and I put I heart veil on mine with Sharpie. And I said, Well, it's about time to get this kit put up, isn't it? Yeah, he comes out in an apron as well with I heart veil on it. (laughs) And we thought well, the first thing out of his mouth is, he's mocking me. You see this? And I'm thinking, oh, my God. We're going to lose the drummer, and we really like him. Yeah. And then after that, you know, then the next thing I know, they're doing stuff to each other between between him making, getting printed funky t-shirts and... Okay, hang on. So this is like a feud, (laughs) but like, but like, is it, it's all in good fun though, right? Okay, good. That's good. But so like, what are we talking about here as far as feud goes? So it started with the apron thing and how, how has it escalated since then? Well, I had a, I had a, a shirt I made up with a big, strong adult guy and then I made myself a baby just as a, a little child I put my <laughs> big face strong on it, guy that was said, you <laughs> yeah it was things that, hey dad tell me about the time you beat Gene Krupa on a drum off again I love that story <laughs> yeah it's Vale's face on the big yeah. you know dad <laughs> I, I like these references because they've got it they're, they're pretty much inside references for you guys oh yeah I mean Gene Krupa so alright tell me about and, and we're gonna get to that next song here in just a second here but but real quick um so, Lori and Rusty, you guys are married, yep. right? Mm-hmm. How long have you been married? 21, going on 22 years. Yeah, but we've been together We're, for This is 26. 26, yeah. 26 years. How long have you been in a band together? About 23. Yeah. We, we, our first two years together, we never played a note of music. Yeah. We, okay. we had our separate bands. Well, she I had, had an all-girl band. Yeah, she had an all-girl band doing pop rock, and I was still playing heavy metal because it was it was dying out, but that had been the big moneymaker through the sure. 80s and early 90s. And But, you know, by the beginning of the 90s, the writing was on the wall. All that stuff was starting to slide off into the into the uh, nowhere land, you know, as far as cash. So. So, so it's hard enough to keep a band together, and it's hard enough to keep a marriage together. <laughs> How the heck do you guys keep... Both of them together. I how, say, how does that work? Yes, dear, a lot. <laughs> okay. I do too. Okay. All yes, right. dear. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was the best advice we got on our wedding day. Learn happy to say wife, yes, happy dear. life. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I could just. It depends on how you say it. Sometimes you say yes, dear. You can make it mean anything you want. <laughs> like in 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 guitar tone in relationships is everything <laughs> yeah yeah it's not just the notes you play it's how they sound when they come out and with that in mind let's hear the rusty right band one more time okay well uh i gotta uh, need a we got one that's about this is actually one that i'm very uh, very 
enamored of, but it's kind of a long song. So That's all right. Know. All right. All right. This was inspired by a little boy with autism. Actually, the interview I read was his mother talking about the fact that her son could not uh, relate to her, and she would walk out of the room and come back, and it would be like the first time meeting all over again. He understood the concept of a mother, but he didn't couldn't connect to her as his mother. And I thought, wow, what a you know really tough thing to deal with. And autism is like that, where you're separated from the world, even though you're surrounded in the midst of it. And I thought, uh, this uh, heading, No Man is an Island, is an old uh, saying about the fact that we're all supposed to be part of this great sea of humanity. And it's a nice idea, but unfortunately, it's very seldom true. So I thought, wow, I can't fix it, but I can write about it. So, this, No Man is an Island. One, two, three. Some are born castaways, all unknown and forgotten. No one there to help them find their way. They say no man is an island, but I know that's a lie. Oh, I am just another castaway. I'm born to be cast away I'm forgotten and rejected No one there to help them find a better way They say no man is in my thing But I know that's a lie I'm just another castaway Say no man. 
that's a lie But I'm just another castaway That's Live Music Showcase, Rusty Wright Band here on Live Music Showcase. We're here every week at uh, 2 p.m. after the news headlines. We hope you join us every week. 
You can also hear us on uh, WMNF.org live, or you can hear us in podcast form on Spotify. Uh, next week, we have a great local band, Vagabond Tweed, is going to be on the show next week. And uh, all right, well, we'll see you guys next week. My name is Ken Apperson. Sound mixer Mark Perfetti is our audio engineer, and we will see you guys next and week. Come see us tomorrow night at New World Brewery. Rusty Ride Song. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. This is WMNF. <laughs>